Hello everyone and welcome to Just What You Never Expected or Just Wine as I like to call it. My name is Ro and here on the show we highlight the perspectives, experiences, travel adventures and becoming of this atypical Jamaican Canadian American girl. Yes, I'm talking about yours truly. I'm excited about this journey with you. It'll be a great ride, I promise. Society and values have changed so drastically over the past few decades, over the past few centuries. And despite the fact that many people say human beings have lost their compassion, there are just so many people still around who just can't say no. Niceness overboard, everybody. You know the ones who will go out of their way to please any and everyone, even to their own detriment. But is it really worth it? Is it worth being this so-called people pleaser? And what is it about the word no that has so many afraid to say it? Well, we'll talk about that and how this hurts you even more than you think. Get that glass of wine if you're ready. Sit back, relax. You're in for a real treat. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to Just Wine Wednesdays when new episodes of the Just Wine podcast drops for your listening pleasure. We're talking about human beings, social creatures who generally like to be agreeable and love reciprocity. Saying no can feel like a potential threat to a bond or connection one has, as if you would somehow lose the relationship if you said no. Most people don't even want to appear selfish, uncaring, or lazy. As well, we are compassionate beings. We want to help. We want to please and to do what we can to make things better. Saying no feels like it's counterproductive to those things and often can feel very much confrontational for many. So here's the problem. The problem, however, when we constantly say yes is we overcommit creating problems for ourselves, problems which sometimes can never be remedied, problems that push us into places where other opportunities are forever lost. And that's not the only thing. But the point is, yes, ma'am, or yes, man's, being that type of person will strangle or delay your own happiness and success. It's a must. It's a must that we get used to this happening. And I mean, people asking for favors. It's a must that we anticipate it because people will always ask you to help. And why do they ask? Oh, they think you can do it. They believe you'll say yes. And it's probably easier to ask you than it is to ask someone else. So there are roughly five main circles in our lives. The home, family, significant other type folks that you consider family and the work colleagues or clients, customers. And you have authority figures such as clergy, politicians, people in positions of power. You have your friends, you have your your schoolmates or classmates and you have strangers, solicitors, and so forth. And each one will be asked to do things repeatedly. For some, it's easy to say no. For others, it's extremely hard to do. Now, the first few groups are where we find that overall people have the most trouble saying no. By the time you get to strangers and solicitors, you know you have a pervasive problem if to them you still cannot deny frivolous requests. So the home family, significant others, and friends that you call family, there can be incredible guilt to refuse requests from this group because that's usually your inner circle. That's your core, your foundation, la familia. 
you probably love them a great deal. And if not, you likely feel obligated to doing for them. And then you have the group of colleagues, your workplace, your clients, your customers. In work environments, colleagues, bosses, and such, they expect for you to manage your time and your load. A request from them is simply that, a request. They know it, but they don't always convey that. Now, opportunities for new challenges will be presented, and other times, colleagues and superiors will try to offload work from their laps to yours because they can't do it or they don't want to do it. Many times, it isn't even presented as as an option, but trust and believe everything is up for negotiation, and it's always up to you to accept or refuse any responsibilities that come your way. Now, the misconception, the misconception that you have to say yes to every opportunity and request to move up within a business is absolutely ludicrous. It's a tall tale. Now you have the authority figures, clergy, politicians, people in positions of power. The weight alone of the position that these people occupy already starts the request with an advantage for them. It's just the nature of the power dynamics between the two. Generally, they ask who they can trust, who they think is the best, and who can get the job done. The request alone can be a rewarding feeling for many. Oh my God, I'm so honored to be asked by such and such to do such and such a thing. Within this group, there's a sense of duty and obligation to please him or her, uh, a pressure that your community will be upset with you if you deny the request, and also feelings of extreme guilt if you have to say no. Now we go over to your friends. They often know the ins and outs of your schedule and often your resources like your money. It provides a good footing to stand on when they decide to make a request. Friends are also the ones there for us when we go through milestones, birthdays, breakups, divorce, business startup, business tanking, and and much more. If there's anyone we want to say yes to in the world, our friends are often in that group. And this makes saying no all the more difficult. The other group that we look at is school, the academic world. Here, the pressure surrounds the idea of not only going to classes, but getting involved in groups and activities, gaining experiences, making peer group and faculty connections. Students will feel worried about the implications of saying no when it could mean an opportunity lost to get notice or get a scholarship, get a job or acceptance into another program. And last, we get to the circle called strangers, solicitors, cashiers, and others. This group is just reaching. They know there's an untapped market of people who, one, really suggestible and will yield to their request for a good cause. Two, have a hard time saying no, especially when asked face-to-face. And three, who will say yes simply on account of being asked, especially if there's an audience present. That being said, if you were to accept every request from all spheres of your life, it would be quite a recipe for disaster. As much as you want to do what is right or return a favor or maintain the image of the nice person you want people to have of you, you would ultimately run yourself into the ground. I was listening to Oprah Winfrey talk about finding your purpose in life. Now, it's my belief that everyone has a calling and Well, she broke it down saying that our job in life is to figure out what our calling is as soon as possible, who we are meant to be, and to begin to honor that in the best way possible for ourselves. Now, Oprah said she found out that her calling was to speak to people and to help them 
you know, she said she thought she would end up being a teacher or social worker at the time, but she ended up in the television industry, which we all know worked out very, very well for her. So this resulted in billions of dollars in earnings. And this comes as no surprise that many people, many cousins, friends, fans, other would approach her asking for financial help. And she said she would help them. She mentioned a woman in particular that showed up at her doorstep crying, asking for help, saying she had just gone through a terrible divorce, that she had nothing and she needed help. She needed money. Oprah said she helped the woman as well as many others. But then she realized that the floodgates were open and she finally realized something about herself. She said, and I quote, I had trouble setting boundaries for myself. What I learned is that the reason people keep showing up is because my intention is to make them think that I am such a nice person that you can ask for anything. You can get me to do anything. I am going to say yes. Well, she said she started to practice her no. At that point, as she became aware of that within her, she had to put a stop to dishing out money to everyone that came with a sad story. So she said Stevie Wonder calls her to ask her to donate to a charity he cared about. Now, she didn't want to donate to this charity. She said she had charities of her own that she liked to support. And don't you know that this woman told Stevie Wonder a big fat no. Her first no, according to her, was to the great Stevie Wonder. She said she figured she would start big with the no's. And while she expected him to be upset, not wanting to speak to her ever again, but that wasn't the case. His response was simply, okay, all right, I'll check you later. He wasn't upset and was on with it. Now, whether or not he was upset is neither here nor there. The fact of the matter is she was able to set her boundaries. She set her limits and communicated that when asked to do something that didn't align with her own goals. Learning to say no is so important because there are consequences for always saying yes. It jeopardizes your health, lack of sleep, stress, anxiety, poor mental health because you're stretching yourself thin. Your reputation gets challenged when the quality of your work is no good from being stretched thin, from not having enough time or energy or brain power to perform any which task effectively. Your personal brand will suffer as a result. Your relationships will suffer. Your friendships, your family, intimate relationships will be neglected and challenged from the lack of time and energy that you do put into those things. Again, from being overstretched and overcommitting yourself to tasks that you have no business doing. So when we ask, is it really worth it to be that nice guy, that nice girl who says yes to every request? The answer is a resounding no, (laughs) absolutely not. It's not realistic. It's costly in many ways. Apple founder Steve Jobs said it like this. He said, focusing is about saying no. In order to focus and do well in your priority tasks, in your tasks in general, you've got to learn to say no to many things. And to start making a change in this area, we have to think about changing your mindset and making and setting your benchmark goals, whether that be weekly, monthly, your five-year goal, your one-year goal, and so on. You have to map out your schedule and how long it will take to get each done. Give your time throughout the day meaning so each hour will have a name. Each minute will have a project assigned to it. Said differently, make a plan for all of your time, ensuring that 
you set time to rest, to recharge, in the mix as well, you know? Then block your time on your calendar or in your planner for those things that you want or that you need to do for your overall health and goals. And I mean, throw everything in there. Throw your workouts, your homework with the kids, your movie night, your date night, your dinner, your baby shower, your wedding, your tennis practice, your portfolio review, your reading, your prayer, your meditation. Without doing this, there'll be nothing to work toward in a systematic and measurable way. This will be your anchor and guide all in one. And when ad hoc requests start rolling in that you didn't expect, this will show you exactly why you must say no, or perhaps how you could possibly say yes. You'll also want to create your budget. Everyone should know for themselves how much money they have coming in or income and the total monthly costs for your life expenses you need to cover, including your leisure activities, your investment savings and donations. So as with the schedule, if you're having trouble saying no or want to help but don't want to screw yourself over, so to speak, know these figures so that when someone asks for a loan or help, you can determine whether it's something you can do without adversely affecting yourself. So when do you say no? All right, well, here's a small list and you can add to that. But when you're asked to do something, consider the following. Does it align with my goals? Is this a labor of love or help? What is expected of me? How much of my time and resources will it require? Can I fulfill this without suffering quality in any other area of my life or with this task itself? And is there anyone else I can recommend instead of me? So if it doesn't align with your goals, i.e. will it derail or delay your goals? It's a hard no. If you don't have the time to do it, it's a hard no. If you have the money to give, but need it for your living expenses, it's a hard no, guys. And saying yes, saying yes when it should be no will eventually result in you feeling burnt out and tired, preventing you from doing other things already on your plate like we discussed earlier, being overstretched or stretched thin. Saying yes when you should say no will prevent you from doing a good job with the things you've already committed to doing. Saying no to a new project and completely hitting it out the park with the others on your plate is a much better look than taking on a new task that compromises your quality on that and the other projects that are also in your lap. Listen, quality should never be sacrificed to please a superior. They'll be more impressed with the outstanding job that you did with three things than the crappy or mediocre job that you did with six. Trust and believe. So how do you say no? How do you say no when you really want to say yes and you don't have experience saying no and you feel bad and you're feeling guilty and you think you can say yes, but you're not sure? Well, let's start off by being kind. Be kind in your response. But be clear, be clear with your words so there will be no misunderstandings. You really need to say the word no. Not I, th- I don't think, I won't be able to. You need to make sure you say the words no and people will clearly understand that this isn't going to happen. You really need only say one word and that's the word no. And that will clearly indicate that you cannot do this. And shout out to one of my favorite Peloton instructors, Miss Robin Arson, who let me know that no is a complete sentence. That was the first time I've ever heard that was from Robin on, on a Peloton ride. No further words required. 
I love it. <laughs> but if, however, you want to explain, and sometimes this is a good idea in certain settings, certain situations, just remember kiss. Not the kiss from Judge Judy, <laughs> but keep it short and simple. No need for a long convoluted explanation as to why you can't or why you won't do it. At the point where they've heard no, they've already started to think of other options and who else they can go to to ask. So go on and let them be on their merry way and just break it to them real quick and easy. I have an assignment for everyone here today, especially those of us who have a hard time saying no. And the assignment is this. You will start to say no this very week. And I mean today through Saturday. Yes, we're not starting next week Sunday. We're not starting on Monday. We're starting today Wednesday and going through this entire week. Or whenever you listen to this podcast, today will be your start day and your end of the week will be Saturday. So here's the thing. You can start where the stakes are low. Start with someone that you don't know. Perhaps the cashier who asks you for a dollar donation to feed the children. And no need to feel bad. You make the decision as to which charities you will support because one, it's your prerogative. Two, you should have a budget for your charity. Don't let random requests put you in, a, in an uncomfortable position. Just remember Oprah's story, right? And hey, if you're brave enough, go big. Start with someone you know who it would be very difficult for you to say no to, but you can start big just as Oprah Winfrey did. And be assertive. Be ready with some catchphrases, ready for popular requests, and be quick. Don't drag it out. Don't drag out your answer longer than it needs to be. Just keep it simple. It'll be easier to get through. You know, people come from all walks of life and carrying experiences that have made them a little more tricky or let's say adept at making requests and getting the responses they desire. Sometimes we call them slick. <laughs> well, if they catch you off guard with a question, you can say, let me verify. Let me check and get back to you. This will give you a chance to muscle up and say no or just to review your schedule, your finances, and see if what they are asking is feasible for you to do, whether it aligns with your goals or will create a setback for you. And did I mention sometimes people can be slick? <laughs> a friend recently found out that you got a promotion because you put it on Facebook, and you know, they know you are making significantly more money now. Well, here comes the request for a loan or help. Just be ready. Other times they'll catch you with the, what are you doing today? because they're waiting to hear the nothing, just chilling to attack. <laughs> or they get you with the you busy and then the lead in with the story, right? The sad story at that. And I mean, I'm not saying it isn't a sad story. It's genuinely often a sad story. But you have to remember that yours too will be a sad story if you don't strategically take care of and ensure you have the resources to cover your own needs and opportunities. You can't save the world before time. You'll save that one person from this one circumstance that they present and they will be back again with 10 more problems that follow. I promise. Now don't take too long to respond either. Don't go someone looking for help. If you want to help but don't have the time to verify that you do have the time or resources and to help them, just say no. You can always reach out afterwards you, after you've looked and realized that you can be of assistance, you can say, hey, I didn't think I could, but do you still need help? I might be able to assist. Well, here are just a few examples of ways that you can say no. You can add this to your 
archive or your library and build on it and just have them ready so that when they come, you're ready to spit it out. All right, here goes one. Ah, uh, no, I wish I could, but I won't be able to take on anything additional this week. No, I won't be able to get that done for you. I'm sorry, my priorities focused on the Swiffer project I have going on. I won't be able to assist. The answer is no. And of course, my favorite, no, period, full stop, the end. What I'd like listeners to take away from today's show is to be mindful that you can't help everyone and yourself all at the same time. I'm in no wise saying not to be neighborly or a good person or a good employee or a good friend, etc. I'm not saying to be heartless and mean. Generally, be kind to others, but be kindest to you. I'm saying to remember your goals and stick to them. This means having difficult conversations, uncomfortable conversations. But if there's anything I want you to leave with today, and that's this, the power of no. It's a complete sentence. It needs no explanation or justification. The sooner you learn to say no, the sooner you can go forward into destiny. You may have given everything from your time and space to those around you when you yourself needed those things. And chances are, you may not have even benefited from the good you've done to and for them. When you are now behind schedule, have missed an opportunity that will never come back, or when you're even lacking financially because of those decisions that you made to help when you were in no position to do so. But today is a new day, the day of no. No, it's a complete sentence. Learn the language and speak it often. You still have life. And so there is an opportunity to turn things around here and now for you and your future. Well, that's it for our show today. Thanks to each and every listener for winding down with us here at the Just Wine Podcast. I'm so glad you chose to spend the time tuning in. Look out for the next episode, which will be available for download next Wednesday. And if you're enjoying the podcast, let us know. Send an email to justwinepodcast at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram. Better yet, please leave a review on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you're listening to us. Let us know what you're like and let others know what we're doing well. It'll be much, much appreciated by yours truly, of course. And if you have not started following us on IG as yet, our Instagram presence is about to grow. Pause your flow for a minute. Check us out on IG. Follow us there at Just Wine Podcast. Until next time, family. We'll see you soon. Bye for now.